0: And anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio.
1: Because I just felt so lonely as a business owner and a mom. And I didn't really feel like people understood both unless they did both, right? So I had friends who were moms but didn't own a business. And then I had friends who were business owners but they didn't have kids. And I was like, nobody gets this really intense struggle that I have trying to be a good mom, but also, you know, grow business at the same time.
0: This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels, from brand new to burnt out, who believe that business growth starts with personal growth. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since, but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally are what I wanna share with you so you can grow with your photo business too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. Today, I am talking with Ashley Freehan of The Purpose Gathering. We're going to talk about our journeys as wedding photographers into where we are now, her work at The Purpose Gathering, some inspiration for how to balance work and motherhood, especially if you're a parent, not necessarily just a mom, dad's too. And all of that good stuff is coming up after a couple of words from the folks that support the show If you're like me and probably most other photographers, you didn't go into business for all the paperwork. If the chaos of invoices, emails, and to-dos make you a little crazy, well, that's where a CRM like 17 Hats comes in. They have an all-in-one, mobile-friendly platform that will just automate your small business. Isn't that amazing? So 17 Hats handles all the tedious stuff like payment reminders, capturing leads, scheduling your meetings. With 17 Hats, important emails go out automatically and quotes, contracts, invoices, all that stuff is click, click, paid. You don't have to keep track of it. It's a small wonder that thousands of photographers swear by 17 Hats. You'll free up so much time from your to-do list. It's like you've cloned yourself. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it yourself. So why not clone yourself with 17 Hats? Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 hats, one seven hats to get 50% off your first year. If you need to put in a code, put in the code photobizhelp at checkout. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 hats. So you all know that I love tarot and I do tarot readings and it's a blossoming hobby that I've been really enjoying. And so I decided to take my tarot knowledge and turn it into a free reading that you can have access to to help you grow in your business. Head to photobizhelp.com forward slash reading to answer a few questions and get your free reading that outlines your business energy. This will help highlight the things that are serving you and helping you to grow, as well as point out some of the things that you might want to look out for that could be holding you back. So head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash reading to get your free reading. Find out what's going on with the energy in your business. Experience a little tarot tossed in there as well, and hopefully get some good ideas for how to grow moving forward. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash reading to get your free reading.
1: Well, hi, Ashley. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah,
0: I'm glad that we got this scheduled. I know we've been talking about it for a while. So thank you for being here. Yes, I'm excited. Why don't you tell folks a little bit about yourself and what you do at the Purpose Gathering and and then we can talk a little bit about other stuff
1: perfect. So yes, I am the founder of The Purpose Gathering, which is an online community and education platform for mom photographers. And I also am a brand photographer, recently transitioned from wedding photography. So I actually did weddings for a good decade, and then decided that, you know, I just kind of wanted a break. And I wanted to do something a little bit more fun for me, which was um, diving in with other female entrepreneurs and getting them some amazing photos to uplevel their brand. So that's been really fun.
0: Yeah, that's that's very similar to my journey in terms of like weddings for over a decade. And I still, I still take a couple here and there if they're small, but I needed a break too. Yes. It can be one of those things.
1: They're very time consuming. Take up a lot of the weekend and yeah, I was just ready for a change.
0: Yeah, and I think they're an amazing way to get started and get really proficient at what you do and have to think on your, like, it's great for skill building. I mean, if you want a fast way to become a better photographer, shoot weddings. Yes,
1: exactly. It teaches you all the skills you could possibly need, right? You have like the lifestyle photography, you have the details, the family, everything in one, the landscapes, (laughs) all the things. Yeah. And like good
0: communication, all of that stuff plays into it. So for sure. But I can relate to that. So you started the Purpose Gathering recently, or has it been going on for a while?
1: So I started the Purpose Gathering in 2019. So it's been a couple of years now. And it started out as an in-person meetup community. And so I would host these in-person events where moms could come and network and get to know other business owners. So it wasn't specific to photographers at the time. And I loved that. I did an in person workshop. It was a lot of community building. It was sort of this community that I needed, which is why I built it, because I just felt so lonely as a business owner and a mom. And I didn't really feel like people understood both unless they did both, right? So I had friends who were moms but didn't own a business. And then I had friends who were business owners. But they didn't have kids. And I was like, nobody gets this really intense struggle that I have trying to be a good mom, but also, you know, grow business at the same time. So I started this, this community out of pure necessity. And then COVID hit. <laughs> and so things changed. Yeah. Right. COVID. Blame it on COVID. Yeah. No, but I feel like everything pivoted at nobody obviously could go out. So I tried to kind of take it online. And it just it didn't stick. I think people were just too, you know, concerned and worried about what was going on in the world. They were not interested in that community at that time. So I pivoted everything. I, in 2020, I started a podcast, I created my first course, and I launched a membership community, which ended up turning into the group coaching program I have today. So I would say 2020 was a very epic year for me.
0: Having done a lot of all of those things myself, I other than being a mom, I uh, I completely get it. But I, I have spoken to so many photographers about the balance that we have to strike with loneliness in this job because, you know, unless you really make an effort to connect with other photographers, it's you're
1: it's just you, you mm-hmm. know. Exactly, it can feel really lonely.
0: Yeah, that's real.
1: So, let's talk a
0: little bit more, like about the stuff that you are bringing to other photographers in terms of like, what's really the thing that you that lights you up when you're like coaching other folks? Or what's the thing that you feel like people need the most help with?
1: Oh, this is a great question. So I think when I look back on my journey, and how long it's taken me to get to where I am today, I feel like I let a lot of things hold me back. One in particular is my kids. Like I always had this stigma or this mindset that I couldn't be as successful as I wanted to be because I had kids and I sort of let it hold me back and I let it drag me down in a way. And and I was very resentful towards my kids about it because I just kept seeing this life that I wanted and I didn't feel like I could have both. And so really this journey that I've gone on in this coaching program that I've landed on is this idea of teaching moms that they can have both. And it's really not about having more time. It's about how you spend your time. And so I'm really passionate about helping moms get very specific in regards to what are the areas in which they need to focus on for their business. That way they have more time to spend with their family, which is why they got started in the first place.
0: So I have a feeling the word delegate probably comes into what you do a lot. Oh, for sure. (laughs) I think, well, and this is an interesting topic that we've covered a few times on this show, but whether it's delegating at home or in your business, I think that people, you brought up the word guilt, and I think people have a lot of guilt around those things. Let's just take like home life stuff, getting someone to come in once a month and clean your house. Like that for some people is really hard to stomach because it's like, oh, I'm not supposed to do that. I can do it myself. Like that's expensive. But can you speak a little about kind of that and the guilt and the delegation and how how people might struggle with that?
1: Yeah, for sure. That's definitely something that comes up a lot is this guilt and this shame around not spending enough time with your kids or not spending enough time in your business. And it really is a juggling act. I don't feel like there's ever complete balance. I mean, obviously there can't be, right? There's times when your family is going to need more of you and your business will get less and vice versa. And that is what's really cool about being a business owner is that you get to have that flexibility. You're not working for someone else. And so when moms come to me and they're kind of filled with that guilt, I always kind of walk them through a process of... Okay, let's talk about this guilt. Let's let's name the guilt. What is the guilt that you're feeling? And then walk them through, does the guilt really have merit? Is it true? Or is this just some sort of, you know, persona or this burden that you're putting on yourself that really doesn't need to be there? And then once we've identified it and decided is it true yes or no? If it is true, well then what can you do to change that? Like how can you fix it? Instead of just wallowing, which I think a lot of us do in our own guilt, we get stuck and we play this martyr mentality of like, woe is me. Like I can never move forward. I can never be someone else. I'm never going to be a morning person. I'm never going to be as good as so-and-so. You know what I mean? We we put these labels on ourselves of this is who I am and that's just how it is. And until we can you know, identify those labels and start to peel them away and start to just decide, okay, well, who do I want to be and put those labels on us instead, you're going to be stuck in that guilt shame cycle forever until you figure out how to identify and step out. So that's the first step, I think, for, for guilt.
0: Well, and that's, I love that you touched on the idea of truth. That's something that I cover here and there and in, in my own coaching and courses. But asking yourself, is it true? Because so often we just, we're just telling stories and the stories come out of our imagination. I mean, for the most part. So really in all things, I mean, and I talk about alignment a lot and and things like that, but, but really checking in, like, is this, am I in truth here? Or is this just something I made up that I've started to believe about myself? So I think that's really important. Did you have a second part to that, that you wanted to, to cover? You said that's part one.
1: Yeah. So I forgot what the second part was going to (laughs) be. So like, I know you asked two different questions. You asked about guilt and what was the other one? Cause I missed, I had it and then I lost it. I
0: can't quite remember how I phrased it, but it's no matter. We can, we can keep going. I think that, um, I think that this idea of the stories we tell and how our personal, self shows up in our business is really underrated. I think it's becoming more talked about, but I think people have this like weird division between like my personal life and my business life. And yet the way we are as like a personal person is like those patterns, those stories, those lies or truths that we carry, like those show up in your business. Like people
1: think like they can put on the business hat, but...
0: I mean they crop up all the time. Do you find that as well with your your clients?
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I do feel like especially like stemming from past trauma, which is something that I think a lot of people don't realize, but we all grow up with silent trauma. Stuff that, you know, was ingrained in our brain or we were taught or caught, you know, we we caught it from our parents. Really, it wasn't taught, but it was just it, it was kind of absorbed, right? So, I think that definitely plays a role for sure in how we project on our clients, on our families and on ourselves as we are trying to juggle all the things, you know, trying to be a business owner in and of itself is hard and then throw raising a family into the mix and it it really shakes things up for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great spot just to kind of leave things other than I am curious like if someone's listening and they feel really stuck or they feel like that maybe this idea of like oh am i am i telling myself a bad story like is there anything like in like quick accessible easy that you advice that you can offer folks that that might be resonating with what you ultimately would teach in a deeper training
1: yeah so i think ultimately when you go back to kind of assessing that guilt like for the longest time i really just felt like i couldn't be a good mom if i was being a good business owner And the other way around, like if I was killing it in business, then I was somehow letting my family down. And so I think sort of the motivation that I would want to leave someone with if they're feeling that same thing too, is there comes a point when you have to decide like what's most important, right? There has to be some type of priority. You can't prioritize both your family and your business at the same level. And so what I would recommend is deciding, like, is your family the top priority because you are the sole provider for them and, and your business income maybe isn't necessary or it isn't like you're not, you know, relying on your income? If that's the case, then yes, your family would come first and that's okay to prioritize that. But once you own that, I feel like things start to change. And then on the flip side, if you do rely on your business for income to support your family, then that does have to be a priority. And that doesn't mean that you can't be a good mom, but that does mean that your schedule is going to look differently, right? And that your kids are going to have to learn to adapt. And there's going to have to be new boundaries put into place that tell your children like, hey, mom is home and I do have to you know, take care of you. I'm your sole provider, but I also do have to work. So this is what things are going to look like. So, and I do go much deeper about that on my podcast too. So, I do have a podcast where I talk a lot about the balancing juggling act.
0: No, that's a great place for folks to start. I think, uh, I think just being able to kind of quantify, not really quantify, but just measure, you know, how you're approaching these things so that that stays clear. I talk a lot about clarity. I'm super passionate. That's like the thing I'm passionate about is just how clarity kind of drives everything we do. And, and like if you are clear then that like family, Yes is first and whatever. I mean, that's gonna that's gonna really open things up for you. So I think that was that was really good. And and in the next segment we're gonna we're gonna cover some other stuff. But since you did mention your podcast, why don't you let folks know what that's called and where else they might be able to find you?
1: Yes, absolutely. So to keep things simple, the the podcast is called The Purpose Gathering Podcast. It's very easy to find on all of the players and I talk a lot about just photography in general, but I also sprinkle in a lot of motherhood and self-care in there too because you can't be a good business owner if you're not taking care of yourself and if you're not taking care of your family, then everything feels extra stressful. So I cover, you know, a kind of a wide variety of things over there on the podcast.
0: Awesome. Do you have an Instagram as well? I do, at The Purpose Gathering. Ah. Again,
1: very simple.
0: <laughs> right on. And we'll link to all that in the show notes. Well, thank you so much for being here. We'll, we'll catch up again soon. Awesome. Thanks so much, Natalie. Thank you for listening. You can find all of Ashley's links in the show notes, The Purpose Gathering. Check that out if this calls to you. And stay tuned for part two coming out on Thursday. Have a beautiful rest of your day. One more quick reminder, if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, disorganized, check out 17 Hats. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it yourself. Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 Hats to get 50% off your first year. I hope you have a beautiful day. Remember, in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key.